You're listening to Living in His Love on The Answer Broadcasting with Reverend Trudy Daly. Now, let's prepare to hear this week's message. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to send your Holy Spirit to guide and direct this program. May all that is said and done be truthful and loving and reflect your word and your ways. Open the ears and hearts of those listening that they might be blessed by what is said. Help each listener to know and understand how much you love them and that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to save them and that you want to help them in every situation in their lives. Amen. Today we have with us again licensed clinical social worker Susan Spina, who's going to talk to us about love. Thank you, Pastor Trudy. You know, I wrote an article um, last month about living your best life today. And I think that it's so important to really ensure that God is part of living your best life today. So over the next couple sessions, we we're going we're gonna to talk about love and how it manifests itself within us towards others and how we grow closer to God. And you know, I always like to do my little disclosure. You know, this isn't meant to be counseling, um, even though I am a licensed clinical social worker. Um, So if you are feeling so despondent that it's interfering with your life and depressed, reach out to your um, primary care physician. Um, You can always go to the emergency room and there's crisis in your area. Today I really wanna talk about love of self and I want us to focus on what it means to love oneself. A lot of times in this world, it seems like we become overwhelmed with feelings of inadequacy. You know, we're in the grocery store and we're trying to check out and these You see the magazines on the display stating that, uh, you know, to be beautiful, do this. Uh, You can lose 50 pounds in one month. And a lot of times these magazines promote joy and happiness, but never really a lot about acceptance of, of oneself. Because I feel that in our mind, We have to be able to truly love who we are, not to say that we're not going to work towards improvement of our body that God gave us or of our minds, but to be accepting of the person that we are and understand our strengths and know that all of us have weakness. Chronic self-doubt, feelings about not being good enough, smart enough, successful enough, really over time contributes to low self-esteem, poor self-worth, which creates poor choices, depressions, anxieties, regret. And a term that I use a lot is we often go back to the past and really punish ourselves for the mistakes that we made in the past And it creates barriers for us to move forward and meet what God has and have the life that God has attended for us. 
One thing I want to point out is that you are a child of God. You are loved unconditionally by God. So I tell folks, why is it so difficult that we have, um, we have st um, struggles in accepting ourselves and identifying our strengths? I often ask people, what are your strengths? And it takes them aback because they can tell me what their weaknesses are in a blink of an eye. But a lot of people trip over their strengths. And God wants us to use our strengths to be able to manifest and show love to others, to grow in our careers, to be able to take care of ourselves and live a good life. In Ephesians um, chapter 2, verse 10, it says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Jesus Christ so that he can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Everyone has a plan. God has a plan for us. But if we continue to focus on our weaknesses and not look within, make change, learn from our mistakes, understand regrettably, everyone has regrets. Everyone has regrets. But if we can learn and grow from our mistakes, we can help others and we can become strong enough not to repeat those mistakes. Good decisions always align us to what God has intended for us. That's why he gave us the Ten Commandments, frankly. And when you look at the Ten Commandments, they weren't meant so that we can't have fun in life. They were meant so that we don't create additional hurt upon ourselves and upon others. It's used as a guidance to really live our best lives. And let's face it, a lot of us, many times, when we're climbing those mountains, we are very, very vulnerable. We're vulnerable to temptations. We are vulnerable. We feel sometimes it's easier to go the wrong direction than go the right direction. And through that vulnerability creates, again, feelings about not being good enough, not being smart enough, not being successful enough. And we say, well, you know what? If we just do this one little thing, we can get back on track. But in reality, what ends up happening a lot of times is poor decisions create a lot of heartache. It creates weakness. It creates self-doubt. And it creates feelings of anxiety and inadequacy. Sometimes it creates selfishness. And we don't even recognize it over time. Sometimes our anger gets the best of us. And we keep that anger inwards. And what happens is, is that we have difficulties controlling our emotions. And our emotions create a lot of stress creates social isolation, creates um, difficulties in our relationships, and again, fills us with regrets. You know, human nature 
we're all humans and we all do like i have said in in um earlier is that we all have regrets uh, but think about it are we a dweller do we sit there and dwell on our past regrets because i can tell you that i can tell you right now that some of you are thinking oh my gosh i sit there and i think and i think and i think and i think about these things and what does it do? It makes us feel very sad, sometimes creates anxieties, brings back some of the trauma in the past that has maybe occurred to us. And I'm not going to lie. You know, a lot of our feelings of inadequacy can come from childhood. It is true. But I want to remind you again that we are children of God. God, through his son, okay, has given us hope, he has forgiven, and he has given us this, um, this concept that's called unconditional love. And when we have that unconditional love, and we envelope ourselves with that unconditional love, know that God has adopted us as one of his own, and that he will help you through this pain. He will help you working through the regrets so that you have forgiveness from within. Many things we can do through free will. God will give us the wisdom if we ask for it. When you align with God's wisdom, you will not live with regret. Ask God, God, I'm really hurting. And we understand. He understands why you're hurting. He has seen how you have had that type of deep pain. He knows what has happened to you. Bind that through God. All of us struggle at different times in our life, and I think that the family that we're born into has a great deal to do with how we perceive ourselves and sometimes even how we perceive God. If we've not had a good relationship with our Father and we identify God as a similar Father, it can cause us trouble. It's difficult to believe in unconditional love because we don't experience it. As hard sometimes as the people that love us try, that they still struggle with some of the choices that we make because perhaps they go against their value system or what their expectations of us are. So only as we age and we experience different things and we keep surrendering to God and he responds to us in a way that is strictly us. In other words, he sees us as individuals and he deals with us as individuals so that if we ask him to change us and we give him permission to do that, he will do it. So once we start considering that change and we do it in the honor and glory of God, we will experience increased peace and increased joy in our lives. You know, I talk to people throughout the years and I see the stress and how it manifests itself over time and how it impacts us. And we've talked in my earlier sessions about physical and medical complications, you know, stomach, stress can hurt your back, Stress can create emotional, mental health issues, 
through concerns, addictions, depressions, anxieties. We talked earlier about the relationship impairment, demise of marriages, uh, separation of the family, and insomnia, and how it can impact us over time. The care of the body and the spirit that aligns to God's honor and glory can give us peace and take control over the physical stresses over time. Our Lord and God want us to be able to, you know, put things in order, align and prioritize. You know, Paul wrote that the body and soul was bought, our bodies and our souls were bought through a healthy price. And that was Jesus. Jesus suffered on the cross for us spiritually, emotionally, and physically. And we it's so important to be able to, through our change in the honor and glory of God, is to get our emotions, our body, mind, and spirit under control. And how do we do that? There's many, many ways that we can take control of that. The first thing that I really want to talk about is being able to identify and make those changes, as Trudy said, by looking at it and being honest with yourself and how does the stress affect your life? If I were to say to you, what was the first thing in your life that causes you stress? What would that be? Is it personal struggles, employment struggles, internal thoughts? Is it our emotional concerns? Have we struggled with depression and anxieties all of our life? Look at how stress affects you in your daily life and be able to reach out to the professionals, your primary care physicians, to be able to put that into order and get guidance on taking those first steps whether it is medical, whether it is emotional. God has given people in our lives gifts, and through his good graces and through prayer, he will align the right people in your life. And that comes with a lot of trust, but it comes also with the fact that once these people come into your life, they help you and guide you. And it doesn't necessarily have to be medication-based, but it has to be the, the ability to behave, be able to ask God to bring these good people into your life. We talk about relaxation exercise, that 555. In my other talks, we talk about if you are a dweller and your emotions, you feel like you can't focus and concentrate, Take a deep breath in and count to five. And we're going to do that. Hold it for five. Release it for five. So I want us to try that today. So I want you to take a deep breath in. I'm going to count to five. One, two, three, four, five. I want you to hold it for five, four, three, two, one, and I want you to slowly breathe out. One, two, three, four, five. 
it realigns you, it grounds you, and it helps you refocus, saying, you know what? I'm not going to dwell on that anymore. I'm going to try to find a solution. And I'm going to pray to the Lord for that solution to my problem, to send someone into my life to provide that guidance. Lastly, realignment of priorities. You know, God doesn't give us temptations that we can't bear with, but God gives us a way out. And I think that's really important. He helps us grow and develop throughout the years. And there are opportunities to grow and develop. And I think we have to always keep that in mind because with everything that I've learned and all the mistakes that I've made in my life, I've been able to help others with my experiences and help them grow in the love of God. And you may say, well, you know, Sue, you're a mental health therapist and, you know, you know how to do those kind of things. But you would be surprised. A simple um, acknowledgement of someone that may be going through something and just allowing them to talk it out makes a big difference. You don't always have to be a therapist to be able to grow and help people through the love of God. And I trust God to bring people in my life that I know that I can help. Shifting your values and your priorities, improving support, happiness, gives you meaningful purpose in your life. A lot of times when people come to me, they tell me, I feel like I have no purpose in my life. I feel so lost. And God has never abandoned you. He is always with you. And when you shift our values and priorities that align with God's will, it does improve support of others, it improves relationships, it improves our spirituality in being close with God, it improves our general health because we're less stressed, and it makes us want to give back to others. And I think that giving back to others helps us realize that we have so much to give. And it's not monetary. Sometimes, like I said, we just say a simple hello, or we hold the door open for somebody, or we give, um, we, we go down during the meal time and um, give of ourselves because we're a good cook to others. That have, um, that have less than us. It teaches us to be great, grateful and thankful to God. And I want to leave this um, one thought to you, for you, that you are only in control of your behaviors and how you respond to others. Think about what causes your stress. Leave those regrets behind and trusting God to be able to lead you to the right people, to give you the guidance, and you will find peace and love in your life, and that will help you live a better life. Dear listeners, thank you for sharing this time together with us. We ask God to bless you, heal you, and to provide, protect, and prosper you. May God allow you to experience more and more of his love for you. 
we pray that this week's message has touched you in a powerful way. To connect with us online, visit us at theanswerbroadcasting.com.